Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, it's been revealed that the uh, Israel-Hamas deal uh, that will pause the Gaza war uh, that they're very close to this, and they seem to have reached some consensus. There are conflicting thoughts about whether or not the construct of this hostage swap is problematic or not. In fact, a lot of the details are yet to be revealed. We expect to have more in the coming hours about this, but to give you a flavor of what's happening here, they're arguing over whether or not this is a pause versus a ceasefire. Each side attributes a, devi- a definition to each one of these words that are different. There's a chasm as to what it is. Israel is insisting that this is a pause and that the war will go on and that they will finish the job relative to Hamas. There seems to be a, foot, a move afoot to try and soften the position of the Israelis about whether or not Hamas needs to be totally annihilated and destroyed. And at the present time, the Israelis believe that that is a firm way of moving uh, about this and their strategy. And they refer to all of this as being a, you know, decisions that they're making, a series of decisions that they're making with generational damage that will come back to hurt the Israelis badly if they don't make the right decisions. Now, the U.S. is complicating this issue, as always, because now this has become more in many cases, and it's almost embarrassing to say this, about the Biden administration trying to save oneself. They are getting blistered in the public opinion polls relative to his handling of this, There are those that are rallying and protesting across this country on university campuses on behalf of the Palestinians. They're members within the Democratic Party that don't believe that he should be as out front in support of the Israelis, the Jews, that he ought to be more tempered. And there are some within his own party that believe that he ought to be embracing the Palestinian perspective here all the while asking one to forget about Hamas, trying to draw an incredible distinction between Palestinians and Hamas. Now, there are some. I mean, let's, it is what it is. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're losing sight of the target. And I, for one, believe that this is going to become more problematic for the Israeli 
IDF in the manner in which that they will move forward in the continuation of this war. I mean, think about the fact that they are going to do this exchange where for every one Israeli released, the Palestinians will get three Palestinians in return. That has a message that is very problematic on many different fronts, right? Just simply the value of one Israeli life is is only one-third of that, you know, of, of Palestinians. Why such a difference? Why is there not confirmation of how many hostages taken by Hamas revealed? There should be confirmation and validation that they are alive. We're not even totally clear as to what we are negotiating for, which is really problematic. And then there's an additional caveat that a lot of people are talking about. Hamas is not in control of all of the hostages. Some of the hostages are in the hands of the Islamic Jihad. So part of the deal is is that this is going to give them time to gather up all the information on all these hostages and, and to try and attempt to see who's in possession of the hostages. Now, I don't know about you, but this, this for me is very problematic, that we even going down this road and we don't have a clear understanding of who they have, who's alive, and which organization within Gaza is actually in control of the hostages, which obviously leads to the last question, how many different parties am I negotiating with? It just seems to me that these are very easy issues to clear up on the front end. You either know who you have or you don't. Why is that number limited to such a low number? Is that is is that because that's all that they can confirm that they have? Have these questions been asked and have they been answered? It seems that a lot of folks within the Israeli government are having a real difficult time gaining a better understanding. And they are, and they are frustrated by this. But meanwhile, the U.S. is putting the pressure on in a big way, utilizing Qatar, who's been hosting the leader of Hamas for years now, funding Hamas for years now, and this is who we're relying on to be the go-between to negotiate the deal. And Egypt has some participation in it as well. So it seems as though now we have blended motivations. We have political considerations for the Biden administration in trying to resolve this issue sooner rather than later. As we enter into 2024, always we have the overriding necessity, exigency, and everything else to get American citizens back, right? Israel has that same overriding concern as it relates to their citizens as well. 
and there's two or three other countries uh, who have the same concerns and considerations relative to their citizens that have been there. But it would seem to me that we would spend time leading up to this first pause before there is a pause, gaining a better understanding of who we have, developing a list, taking pictures, confirmation, so that we understand exactly where we are. So there's, so our expectations are clear going in so that we're not experiencing disappointment coming out because that's the easiest way for these deals to fall by the wayside. But the more that we have, I think there are 100 different countries now that are asking for a ceasefire as it relates to this issue, I always like to put myself there. If it were you, me, family members, otherwise, where this happened, would you be asking for a ceasefire? Well, I can quickly answer that question on my behalf. The answer would be no. I would be on the side of we're finishing the job. We know who the enemy is. We're going to take them out. Every single last one of them. And here again, we're going back to Israelis releasing terrorists in this deal. And our experience has not been a good one when we do so. Without almost any exception, those terrorists do what they do best, right? Rain terror on the people that they hate. They will be coming back. And I think that's why you have a lot of folks that are concerned about where we're going with this and actually making statements about the seriousness of these deals and what it has and how it will impact generations to come. And I think what has been said is that these decisions are burdened with one overriding concern, generational damage that will come back to hurt us badly. I guess we'll just have to see. We'll be back. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.